Can you scratch my back right here though? Just right here, just a little bit. Up, go up. I tell you where. I'll sit right there, just for a sec. Do that for thirty minutes. Nope. Okay, fine. We're done. <laughs> We're done. All right. So we are back with one of my favorite people, my baby girl, my only girl, Ari. Ari, say hi to everybody. Hi. And for the month of October, we are talking about this time feels different. A lot of things just feel different the next time you really just jump into it. And I really wanted to talk to you about your love journey. Yay. Excited? Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, so just start off telling everyone, what are you experiencing right now with your hair and embracing your natural hair? So before I wasn't too fond of the idea of getting locks. I know. I know. You kept telling me, you're like, just lock them up. I was like, no, because I was very, um, I just wanted to be very versatile with my natural hair. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I wasn't really doing anything with my natural hair. I was always wanting protective styles Mm -hmm. or wigs and laces and stuff like that. So I wasn't even doing anything with my natural hair. I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go into it. And... I was very nervous. I was, it was very, it was different and something new, but I'm glad that I did it because now we're here. Yes. And it's just, it's been an amazing journey. And I just love, I just love the term trust the process because that's really what it is. I was not thinking that I was going to be here when I first started. And I was like scared. I was like, okay, yeah, I have my little locks, my little gummy worms. (laughs) So, (laughs) wait. (laughs) Okay, I've heard of people referring to it as, the plucked chicken look, right? Gummy worms? Yes, I have my little gummy worms. <laughs> and so I was That's trying to funny. hide it. I was trying to hide it. That but is funny too. Here me. we go. Okay, so let's say, no, we're going to go there. All right. For all intent and purposes, I think it's important to point out that hair is a huge thing mm-hmm. in the Black women's community. Mm-hmm. We grow up with this idea that we're supposed to have long, luscious hair because of the standards of beauty that we were shown mm-hmm. as kids. And I know for myself, I just imagine these swim commercials or even like a double mint gum commercial mm-hmm. where somebody in slow motion is putting gum in their mouth mm-hmm. and then they do this mm-hmm. and their hair is just blowing in the wind. Right. And when I would shake my head from left to right, mm-hmm. that hair would not move. Mm-hmm. So I remember a specific time when I was younger, I want to say probably kindergarten, Mm pre-K age, and I went to school with a black turtleneck in Mm -hmm. my backpack, Mm -hmm. and mom didn't know that I packed it. She had my hair and the little pigtail ponytails, but I didn't have long hair Mm -hmm. or anything as a kid, but a lot of the other girls in my classroom, they did, and this is me living in Satellite Beach, Florida, Mm -hmm. so the wind is always blowing because we're right there by the beach, and all of my little girlfriends, and there's not too many black girls in my class, I don't think there were any at the time, honestly, which is me and this boy named Richard, he was a black boy, but he's not dealing with what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. I took a black turtleneck to school, and when I got there, went to the bathroom, I put this black turtleneck around my head. Like the mm-hmm. head part that goes around your neck, right. I put it around my head. Thinking for some reason that everybody in the class would think that I just grew long hair overnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, it looks like I have a turtleneck on my head. That's, that's, that's not okay. A, so I'm walking around swinging my that's head. not okay. With the arms doing like this. Okay. Now, it's a turtleneck. I, I wonder... 
if she ever called my mom right. and just said, Miss Wilson, um, Tamika came to school with a turtleneck and decided to put that on her head. Now, you know, back in that day, we also played house. Mm -hmm. So in her head, she might be bringing a prop for house. Mm -hmm. I looked more like someone who worked in a convent mm -hmm. than I actually did somebody with long, luscious hair. Right. And I just don't think a lot of people understand that that is true to a lot of our childhoods. Mm -hmm. Why we're feeling... Um, unattractive right. for all intent and purposes because we don't have hair that moves and hair that blows. Mm -hmm. And depending on your curl pattern, it doesn't look long. And then these protective styles that we do. So we're going to get our wigs and our weaves. You know, back when I was your age, I don't think lace was very popular. I didn't right. hear about that until I was a parent of kids in middle school. Mm -hmm. But we had long braids because of poetic justice yeah. and brandy. Honey, let me tell you, Moesha set us free, right? Right. So we had these long braids, but that was the only time that we experienced length and movement. Mm -hmm. And when I say we envied people like Jasmine Guy and Keisha Knight Pulliam, who had these luscious, natural locks, mm -hmm. like they had beautiful hair mm -hmm. And we all wanted to be Rudy Huxtable, right. you know, and it was like, but well, my hair doesn't look like that. So we automatically thought something was wrong with our hair. So now you've got lots of oils and butters and just things that you're trying to do mm -hmm. to make your hair blossom. Mm -hmm. And as a mother, because I understood the internal strife that I went through, when I saw you going through these hair challenges mm -hmm. with you just not wanting to wear your hair, mm -hmm. not wanting to do anything to your hair. I felt a way. Mm -hmm. I felt a way as a mother because it's like my my daughter doesn't see herself as beautiful. Right. But I had to take a step back and remember when that was also true about me. Mm -hmm. So once you finally got into, because you had wigs, baby. Listen, a whole year. You had wigs. Mm -hmm. I, I remember this ponytail that you had. Oof. Baby, when I tell you, you would have 10 kegs of gel Sitting on your natural hair. Also, you can get this drawstring <laughs> ponytail mm -hmm. and attach it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no mail. Right. And so you were doing <laughs> that for some time. Right. And you got really good at the wigs. And I'm definitely a proponent of women being able to change their look. Mm -hmm. So I love that even with your locks, sometimes it's like, nah, I'm trying to be a wig today. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, go here with your, your red mm -hmm. hair. You know, it's still cute. Mm -hmm. But what was it about finally embracing the locks? What made you just say, I'm going for it? So I was tired of my natural hair. Um, <laughs> so what were you tired of? I was tired of just the maintenance of it because mm. like I said, like I didn't do any natural styles with it. If I ever like were just natural for a little bit, I will always have it up in an afro or like just a ponytail or something like that. And so I was never really like doing the braids or the twists and stuff like that. And then when I had... I did a leave out. I did a leave Let's out. Let's go leave out. Man. I did a leave out. <laughs> okay. This is the first time I have straightened my hair in years. Okay, and so explain a, leave out. Just, you got some people who have no idea what you're talking so about. So it was a, a V part wig. So you uh -huh. put, you, you corn roll some of your hair, attach the clips to that part of the hair, and then you leave out just the top mm -hmm. and straighten it so that way it looks like it, it blends in with the rest of the wig. And since I only left out the top and I was straightening that, man, literally every day I had brought two types of flat irons to school. Had, you took flat irons to school? Yes. Had, I know had the dance room smelling like 
gas. And I was just smelling all types of fire. Oh, and God. um, like other black girls, they had their curling irons and stuff like that. And so it wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. But it was a problem when I wet my hair and it wasn't, mm. it, yeah, it wasn't turning. The, curl with, the yeah. curls weren't coming back. Gotcha. And so I was trying to mask it. I was trying to condition it, do all the things. And yeah. it was not reverting back to its natural state. And so... I was like, yeah, I might as well go ahead and lock because I don't want to cut it off and right. just be looking crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what really made me want to lock because I'm like, okay, like I'm not doing anything with my natural hair. And Except for the leave out part. And it's already damaged now at this yeah. point. And so that's what really, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to lock. And so when I did start my locks, I couldn't really lock that part. It was very, it was hard because it was just straight. Yeah. And so as I grew out my locks then I was cutting little by little and now we're here yeah you can't even see it and so it looks good thank you I do remember the leave out situation yeah so why don't you address the fact that teenagers don't want to listen to their moms listen listen (laughs) because I was like this girl no it was error (laughs) it was all error no child I was like little girl if you don't stop with this flat iron every single day, mm-hmm. because I'm very aware of what heat damage right. is. There mm-hmm. was a little section back here on the, what side is this? My left or right? I hope you know. Your left. The left side of my hair around the nape. Mm-hmm. I straightened my hair once for picture day. Mm-hmm. This is me as an adult. And I straightened my hair and it was a little bit humid outside. Mm-hmm. And before I was able to make it to my office, I was back to looking like a chia pet. This hair <laughs> started to revert back. But I had been in that situation several times before right. with just what it was to mm-hmm. have to deal with my hair and the weather. Mm-hmm. Press pause. I don't know if the people understand <laughs> that the antagonist to a Black woman is weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that has always been a struggle for us because if problem. there is the slightest humidity or if there is a breeze, mm-hmm. you are nervous. Like the first thing we do when we walk into a room is find the mirror. Right. Because we want to know if our edges are still laid right. or <laughs> if you all your hair is flown away. Mm-hmm. Or like in your case, the leave out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I've got this leave out. The rest of the wig still looks natural right. because that's processed hair. Mm-hmm. But your hair, can you see that line of demarcation where mm-hmm. the wig stops and my hair starts yeah. <laughs> because of the leave out situation? So I too was dealing with that. Mm-hmm. And I had always in my drawer a brush, mm-hmm. a wave cap, and gel. Mm-hmm. And on that day particularly, I went to the bathroom and wet my hair and just put it all up in a big pony puff. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, I found myself wearing a middle part mm-hmm. with my hair back in a low bun because it was safe. Mm-hmm. Also elegant. Right. I felt like a low bun was elegant mm-hmm. as opposed to my attempts of a braid out or a twist out. I didn't. My hair wasn't thick enough to really right. sustain those types of styles. But just the bondage of for an entire almost two years of my life with this low bun because I felt like that's the only thing I can do with my mm-hmm. natural hair. I was tired of wearing crochet braids. I know you were tired of them too. Mm. Listen. I was braiding Ari's hair and putting mm. her crochet braids, but apparently I was sending you to school looking like a teacher. <laughs> that is the only, I wouldn't even say a compliment. That's just the only comment I got. Oh, you look like you're going to church. Oh, oh you look like a gosh. teacher. I was just, thanks. 
I don't have any sympathy for your <laughs> hair journey because we all know what I went through. Yeah, we did. But I had a jerk curl in the 90s, okay? Listen, but <laughs> having what I had in this day and age, and That's you know true. how you know how kids are. Yeah. Like, they'll let you have it. And you guys have the, the plague of social media. At least back in my day, there's not very much evidence outside of some school pictures and whatnot that I was really walking around in 1990 with a jerk curl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a jerk curl, Ari. That... I need to unpack that. <laughs> you do? I, I'm still I going through it. It's a little, I need to talk yeah, to Yeah, I think you need to. I'm the person people talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so I can relate even at my big age of just wanting to see myself and identify what's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, be able to point out this is what I like about me. And so while I might like my smile or my eyebrows or the clarity of my skin, mm-hmm. my hair was never something that I loved until now. Mm-hmm. And so once you finally jumped on board and you quit with all that heat damage <laughs> in the front part of your hair, you still wore wigs for some time mm-hmm. and you were covering your locks. So talk to me about the day. What was it about the day when you finally did your big reveal, like I'm going to school without the wig right. and the world's going to see, right. your world is going to see that all this time I've been growing out my locks. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when I first started having my little gummy worms, I wasn't ready to just walk out the house yet mm-hmm. and have people see. Just because like I have so much trauma from middle school being called <laughs> doo-doo braids and mm-hmm. all these names. And so I was just a little bit nervous. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to show my hair until graduation of senior year. When I walk the stage, that's when people are going to know I have my locks. And so junior year, like the second semester... I was wearing like all these wigs, but I was kind of tired of them because literally every single day was a wig. And yeah, I never had time for my natural hair to breathe through. Hmm. And my locks, I didn't really have a, I wasn't maintaining my locks because of different locticians and stuff like that. So that was also played in hand and why I wasn't showing them because sometimes they weren't looking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I read my, I, didn't, I wasn't getting frequent reties and stuff like that. But when you told me, you know, just wear your locks out to the store first and see how yeah. you like it. And then, so that's what I did. I went to Walmart, had my natural hair out and it felt so, it felt so weird. Cause I was like, wow, like my natural hair is out. And I was yeah. like, yeah. but it felt good at the same time. And so then I, I wore it to work and that was the mm-hmm. first group of people that I really knew mm-hmm. that saw my natural hair. And they were like, oh, your hair looks really pretty. And mind you, like people that I worked with, they have never seen my natural hair in general, like ever. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And so that. that, me wearing my locks out to that to to my shift that day, that was the first time they seen my natural hair in general. And they said they really liked it. And so I was feeling it. And like the more I wore it out, the more I kept forgetting that I even had my natural hair out. So when I saw myself, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you got your natural hair out. I'm like, yeah, I did got my natural hair out. And when we came back from whatever break that was, I think it was spring break, mm-hmm. and it was time to go to school. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to, it's time. I'm going to wear my natural hair out. Mm-hmm. And so I just had it down and um, it was like a baby mullet. And a I baby mullet. It was a baby mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I had my little bangs and then the hair out. And yeah. it was really cute. And so I really liked it. And then everybody was complimenting it. And then that was the first time I actually felt like really confident. And so um, it wasn't it wasn't long. It was like still short, but not tiny and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then since I've grown it out for that long now, my hair was getting thicker yeah. and stuff like that because, you know, humidity and all of that. 
Yeah, it swells up. Yeah, it was swelling Immunity up. Immunity is not a problem anymore. Right. It's actually a, right. an advantage. It, was, it just felt really good. And then after that, I really haven't had a wig on since. And so... I know. I know. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay, so... You're a teenage girl, mm-hmm. and I think locks are very much embraced now. Uh, a lot of people have micro locks mm-hmm. or even traditional locks. But when I finally saw you embrace it, when was that? Was that like the second semester of your junior year? Yeah, or? it was like it was like towards the end, like in May. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah towards the very end. So it's mm-hmm. you know what? If they are gonna clown me, they gonna clown me for a week. Right. <laughs> Right. Just right. last month. There you go. We're just going to figure it out for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got much different feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay. So talk to me about the feedback of when you finally walked onto your high school campus mm-hmm. with your locks. You know, I was just, it was, it was like a surreal feeling because yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. Cause like I said, you never know what's going to come from kids nowadays, right. but I didn't hear like any negative feedback. Everybody mm-hmm that saw my hair said that it looked good. They're like, oh, I like your locks. Or it was really, I didn't even know you had locks. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what I really heard. I didn't even know you had locks. It mm-hmm. looks really good. Like, you should wear it out more. And like, even when I had my wigs on and the few people who knew I had locks, they were like, are oh, you should really wear your locks out. You should really, I think it's yeah. time. You should really. I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. And so, <laughs> but I was so serious. I was going to wait till the end of senior year for graduation. I was so serious. Yeah. And obviously that didn't happen. And so... Here we are, but yeah, I was I very like happy. Mm-hmm. I, I was very happy because I was able to see you love you, mm-hmm. and that's big. You know what I mean? That's big, and I I know that you are very talented, and you know that. Um, but I just didn't want you to go through life feeling like there's a part of you that's not worthy, mm-hmm. and I internalized that because mm-hmm. it's like what lesson or message of confidence Mm -hmm. do I as a mother need to instill in my daughter to where she is out there in the world being her authentic self, whether it's her locks or her fro Mm -hmm. or a bald head. Mm -hmm. I have seen black women rock crew cuts Mm -hmm. with the designs and all that and just be bomb about it. You know what I mean? And I just wanted you to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and confident. Mm -hmm. But I had to allow that to be your journey mm-hmm. because if I were to walk onto your campus and snatch the wig off and say, see, she's got locks. Mm-hmm. Now that's abuse. <laughs> so watching you flourish mm-hmm. has been a huge relief for me mm-hmm. because I get to see you shine and see yourself as mm-hmm. gorgeous and beautiful. Okay. You're a teenager, right? So I love the fact that if there's anything that I could say about my own personal lock journey, I wish I had started sooner. Right. This wasn't a thing when I was your age. Right. But even if I had started five years ago, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, I can imagine where I'd be. Mm-hmm. But I think it's cool that we're doing this together mm-hmm. because, of course, I remember when my hair was at your stage. And talk to me about how you're chronicling this whole journey. Are you Go taking lots of pictures over the... Listen, listen. <laughs> just to see pictures the difference. Pictures for days. Pictures, yes. Yeah. And it's just, I love seeing the growth that I have mm-hmm. going back from when I first started to where I am now. And every retwist, I just, I love it. Like every retwist, I can yeah. see a difference and I get excited all over again. Definitely seeing you go through your journey. Um, I was like, okay, so my mom's locks were like this and they're like this now. Yeah. And your locks grew fast. Your locks grew fast. I was like, okay, like I, I can do that too. And so mm-hmm. definitely seeing you 
and even other people. Like I just love walking outside, seeing other people with locks, and because it's, it's it's a built-in it, community. It, it is. Okay, so let's talk about that because that is one of the questions I had. Do you find yourself like? When you see another person with locks, do you automatically feel like this connection? Yes, I crazy. do. It's just, and it's, it's, it's with everybody. It's not just girls, it's guys yeah, too. Yeah, guys too. Because it's just like, usually guys are the known. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, they're, they're known for having locks. And they always know. have like really nice long like things. Right. It's very Ziggy Marley, Bob right. Marley. Yeah. They do like um, the, the twists all and stuff like that, the invisible locks. And so yeah. usually it's guys that are known for having it. Yeah. But when I'm a female, when I see other females have them, I'm just like, oh. Hey, right. Like you look good. <laughs> and I look good too. Right. And it's just, and then there's just so many different types and styles. Cause yeah. we have micro locks, but then you can do traditional locks or like really big locks. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just very cool seeing all the different styles that you can do. And it's just, I could still be versatile with my hair. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can still be that way. And I was thinking that before locking my hair up means that that was, I wouldn't, I wasn't gonna be able to do that no more. Right. But right. With yeah. um, the size of my locks, I can still twist it. I can still braid it. I can still do different styles, do half up, half downs. And I can still do things with my locks. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. I think the eye opener for me was once I had my locks in, that was the first time I actually had a successful braid out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it could, it could hold the crimps right. and the style, mm-hmm. whereas my loose natural, I wasn't successful. I never mm-hmm. found which products worked for me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just been such an amazing journey of living a life without a brush mm-hmm. and kegs of gel right. in my office drawer mm-hmm. in the event that the weather does a thing. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, <laughs> when your mama went to Mexico, it was like the best week of my life right. because it was like, wow, traveling without tons of products. Because mm-hmm. you remember that time, where was it we were going? San Francisco, I want to say. Yeah, Either so. San Francisco or LA, I mm-hmm. forgot. And we knew that we were going to the beach and I had to have this hair mask in my, and then TSA stopped me and said, <laughs> ma'am, you're going to have to throw this away. And I'm like, first of all, right. I don't know who you're talking to because this thing costs $15. Right. Like you're asking me to throw away a $15 hair thing, mm-hmm. but I need it because mm-hmm. that was the only thing that I could find because my hair also deals with the product buildup. Mm-hmm. So if it's not a certain consistency, right. color, and texture, right. my hair is going to be flaky. Right. That's a whole nother story about when I had to wash my hair in a sink at work. Right. <laughs> okay. But this wasn't going to do that to mm-hmm. me. And I needed that. So when I would braid my hair at night and wake up in the morning, I can just undo the braids and have a successful twist out just in my bangs. Mm-hmm. The rest of my hair needed to be up. <laughs> right. Okay. When these people told me I could not take that on the plane... I almost died a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my spirit was so broken. And I was like, so by the time I get off the plane, I might look crazy. And definitely by the time I wake up from a nap after we go to the hotel, like I need this. Right. And when I went to Mexico, what was it? Two years ago, I think I went to Tulum. Yeah. I needed nothing. I could travel and just be getting clothes mm-hmm. and whatever snacks I want to take on the plane. <laughs> but I wasn't worried about, oh, I forgot my gel. I got to find the nearest beauty supply store. And where are you going to find out when you're traveling right. internationally? You right. might not be going somewhere where they're familiar with, let's jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I was loving the fact that I could finally just be free from my hair. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how much bondage was attached to 
trying to keep up with a standard of beauty mm-hmm. that wasn't natural to right. my nature. Right. And I think that's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. You know, now while my hair isn't naturally locked, I do have to get it retied and retwisted and all that kind of stuff. It's just the idea that when I do, like that's all I have to do. Right. You know, it's right. not me trying to find the perfect conditioner mm-hmm. or hair oil or gel or shampoo. It's just I'm gonna wash my hair today and life is a good time and keep it pushing. Right. And it's a lot cheaper too. So much cheaper. A lot cheaper. And check this out. The first time you felt your scalp because the wind is blowing mm-hmm. and your hair is blowing too, and you walk past a mirror and you still have a beautiful style. Mm-hmm. How did that feel? That was amazing. <laughs> Listen, every time my hair blows in the wind, I always take a photo and I tell my friends, y'all look at my hair. <laughs> Every time, don't tell you, Ariana's always talking. My hair's blowing in the wind because I just love it. You guys, it's blowing in the wind. Look at it because I just love it. It feels so good. I feel like I look so pretty and like even when the wind stops blowing, wherever it lays, it's a style. Yeah, and no bad hair days. There's no bad hair days. I can wake up. I can I can wake up and look good. Yeah, like I love when I when I'm late to school. Sometimes as soon as 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 soon as I take my bonnet off, I still look good. Like it's just yeah. It's not a bad hair day. Right. I like that. I do like that. I like that when I go to sleep at night, I'm not worried about bedhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's really just running my fingers through my hair. The humidity just in the shower right. is the moisturizer that I need. Mm-hmm. And and I really do love that. Um, I have since colored my locks. Mm-hmm. So I figure two years of maturation, I'm ready for that. And right. I love this too. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a style that you will have permanently or are you thinking about going back to loose natural at some point? No, I think that with me and my journey, this is definitely, I'm going to keep this forever. It's it's a commitment. And I feel like if you're going to do something like this, you shouldn't want to go back. If you ever have thoughts about reverting back to natural hair, I feel like you shouldn't lock your hair because it is not worth the money to listen. Getting this was not cheap. Maintaining it (laughs) is, but... Getting them installed, man, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that again. And But yeah, no, I really love it. I feel like if it ever gets too long, I yeah, can just you can trim it. it and it'll still look good. But yeah, no, I'm definitely going to have it stop forever. I'm glad that I got it now because I'm going to definitely see the growth over the years. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like... Yeah, the difference between your high school graduation picture and your college graduation right. picture will be years of growth. Right. Yeah, I think the same way. If you're not committed to it, mm-hmm. this is probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a real commitment it's, and it mm-hmm. takes a lot to undo. I, mm-hmm. I have seen some YouTube videos of people undoing their locks right. and I don't have that kind of time. It's quicker to, to end a relationship, off. honestly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go ill-advisedly into a marriage, but it's easier to unmarry than it is to undo your locks. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no... I think you should definitely wait until you're ready. And mm-hmm. you, ju- you just know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you know, you just know. So mm-hmm. if it's something you're thinking about to anybody who's thinking about it, don't take this deep dive until you are <laughs> sure that this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to talk to somebody who regrets it. Right. There might be some things that we've regretted with our locks. Mm-hmm. For example, the heat damage right. <laughs> that you had <laughs> prior to... Locking your hair, right. I'm sure you would advise people, y'all, leave your hair alone. Mm-hmm. Don't have leave out if what you're thinking about is growing it out for locks because mm-hmm. that heat damage is going to keep you from your hair from being able to lock mm-hmm. faster or fully. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think for me, when I started in July of 2021, 
I was so ready. Mm-hmm. I was so ready. And there was no phase of my journey that I thought was ugly. Mm-hmm. Like I embraced every bit of it. My hair was right. very thin because mm-hmm. um, I have fine strands. So when I first started my log journey, it was a lot thinner than what it is now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that it would bulk up. Right. And it's not even finished bulking up. I mm-hmm. still have some curly ends, so it's not even fully locked all mm-hmm. the way. But this is the best thing I've ever done. Right. I've, I've retained length for the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to pin my hair up so that way right. it's not rubbing up against my shoulders or mm-hmm. my collar. Like I finally get to be free from my version of what I think is beautiful and what I see in the mirror not connecting. Right. I'm able to see a connection between what mm-hmm. I identify as beautiful and my reflection. Mm-hmm. And I think that's different. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of women who love their wigs. And for her, I would say, keep going. Mm-hmm. Handle up. Let your wig be your standard of right. beauty or your bald head right. or your fro mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, these locks is where it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I, I'm glad that you embraced it. And you know what else I realized? Our whole family is locked. We are. <laughs> <laughs> the boys have traditional locks and they had locks when they were little boys right. too. So yeah, I love the fact that Everybody's locked. The boys are locked. We're all locked. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my final question for you is what would be your advice to a teenage girl who is struggling to embrace her physical beauty, Mm -hmm. even though she's got a bunch of inner beauty and hair is holding her up? Talk to that girl. Um, If I encountered a girl like that, I would probably say to her, that there's no part of her that is not beautiful. There's no part of her that she should be afraid to share to the world because there's always going to be somebody that likes it. There's always going to be somebody that compliments it. There's always just going to be somebody that is going through what you're going through. And I know that if I were to hear that when I was younger, I feel like it would have been a different story because I just felt, I just honestly feel like I was the only one going through what I was going through. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case. That what I went through is probably most. It's, it's, it's right. Um, <laughs> even you went through that. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. I would just tell that girl that there's just there's just no part of her that should be hidden from the world. There's right. every every person is beautiful in their own way. And yeah. So yeah. And yeah. I think there's just something about knowing that for yourself mm-hmm. because sometimes I think moms communicate that to Mm -hmm. their daughters, but we don't internalize that because we want to hear it from our friends, Mm -hmm. you know, of the billions of people on the planet. None of us are the same Mm -hmm. and we're all beautiful for a reason. Mm -hmm. So until you're able to control what you are looking like externally, make sure you're a good person, Mm -hmm. make sure that you are a beautiful soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And the natural stuff will happen later, Mm -hmm. you know? But you look good. You do too. I'm so happy (laughs) that you have made that change Mm -hmm. and taken that leap and that you are feeling it. I'm I'm glad that you're able to see it. Yes, (laughs) feeling herself, (laughs) y'all. So yay. Is this gonna be your last time on my podcast? No. She'll be back. I'll be back, of course. She'll be back. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I cannot thank you enough for your love and support. Seriously, it means the world to me. So however you are tuning into this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, maybe you're even watching the video version of this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. 
That way you'll be alerted every time a new episode drops. So again, I want to say thank you for being such an amazing community. We'll see you next time.